With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Chanel in the City on iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Chanel Amari, and I have a special guest today on the podcast. He's my favorite. He's all of your favorites. Very excited. He's an amazing and inspirational director and producer, as well as an actor. He is the star alongside Emil Hirsch in The Inside Man, which is topping the charts right now, and The Engineer, topping the charts currently airing on all streaming platforms but he's not only that he also is a man of giving back we're going to get into the charity he does he's an incredible human being all around he's an entrepreneur and he's probably one of the most inspirational people today in today's hollywood in today's entertainment industry please help me welcome my good friend danny a aka danny abakasar well it's really like i know i keep changing Abi Kazar is really how you pronounce it, the Israeli way. It's Abi Kazar. How you doing, Chanel? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little jet lag. I'm tired. I'm in LA. I'm editing a movie, so I am like busy, busy, busy. So busy. you're always busy. First of all, let's talk about you have. You always have like multiple movies out at the same time. It's never just like one movie, which is very inspiring. Tell us how that is. Like, are you just a man on the go all the time? Do you, do you, you know, tell us uh, what the inspiration is. It's a funny is. story. Mm-hmm. It's a funny story. No one ever asked me this, but I will tell you. I did this movie called Holy Rollers. It took me four and a half years to raise the money. And then we finally shot it. And I finished it. Five year process. And I go to my friend's house and I see Mark Wahlberg there. And I say to him, yo, buddy, I got this movie. I want to give you a DVD. I have one with me. I want you to watch it. He takes the DVD from my hand and he says, great. What are you doing next? And I, I was like, huh? He's like, come on, man. You always got to have something else because that movie comes and goes and you got to keep the ball rolling. And I realized that because movies, you work so hard on them and you and you literally put your whole life into him and then once they come out you know people enjoy it and that's the goal but the gratification of what you get is someone sees you in the supermarket and goes hey i loved you and you know inside man and that's it it's like that whole process of doing it is much more rewarding than the pat on the back you know what i mean so 
I realized I got to just continue to do what I love to do. And I got to do it at a pace where, and you know, the truth is I moved really quick because I think inside man and engineer have changed the scope of my career. Um, and I was waiting for that one hit. So I kept making movies, hoping that something hits and just makes my life a little bit um, easier to get these movies done. So um, it was it was like it was like, you know, <clears throat> do as much as you can get people to see them, get people to know who you are. And and uh, and then things will just kind of like snowball from there. So right. that's really why the reason I, I, I also work really quick, not because. I'm 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 better or smarter than anybody else. It's just because I kind of understand that I do the work before I even start. So I'm very very prepared. I understand what I need to do, and once I get on it, I'm a boom 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 boom. Then I already am on top of things. I've always been that kind of guy. I'm on top of things, meaning I already get you know the the composer start to work just by reading the script. You know the the editor is ready the day I start shooting. He's already editing. From the dailies and he has and he has the assembly cut already set up by the time I finish shooting so I'm already ahead of the ball all the time you know yeah I think a lot of people that's think, just me. well that's the thing I think a lot of people think in general Hollywood or movies it's easy and you really nailed it it's it's not easy and it's about keep on going and believing in yourself and not listening to the noise because your whole life I mean I've known you for a long time you you started doing promoting then you went into movies but you your name was you always stood out you always stood out. You always had work ethic. Do you think it's because you did it your way? Do you think it's because you didn't listen to what others told you or you did listen? You know, no, we you know, I think I think if I had to break down the way I am today, it's mm -hmm. because I was very fortunate to be around a lot of very smart and successful people. And I fell in love with success. I fell in love with being that guy. Mm -hmm. And and I realized the only way to be that is to work hard. And, and I, I mean, I just put my head down and I work and, you know, a, a, a dog that barks doesn't bite, you know, and I don't go around telling people I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I just do. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, people, and, you know, I stand out. Why do I stand out? I don't know. I guess, I guess it's my personality and I'm just nice to everyone. And people kind of like, gravitate towards people that are nice and people that are respectful and people that are, you know, um, I don't think I'm better than anybody else. I just think my work ethic is really strong and, and I really just want it so bad. I've always just wanted to be that guy. Um, and, uh, and then I fell in love with being that guy and now maintaining to be that guy, just got to keep working even harder. I think that's important for the audience to hear. Cause they're always asking me, you know, how is this person successful? How is that person successful? I think being nice goes a long way. And I, you are. You're very nice. You believe in people. You give them an uh, opportunity. You don't think you're better. And I think people should learn from you on how to be a human being, but also how to be, a, yes, a successful director and actor. Because I don't, I think it comes with the territory. That's what I believe. I believe you. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Inside Man. In the, yeah. First of all, two movies my favorite. I watched both twice. I think I highly recommend these movies. These, this is changing the scope of how movies are, where they're going. Finally, it's like an authentic movie we've all been waiting for, you know, based on true events. Tell us, tell us the inspiration behind the first one and the second one. Well, inside man, it's see like 
the studios would probably not make Inside Man unless you have the biggest movie stars in the world in him, you know, because it is a genre, you know, it's gangsters and cops. And um, I like to make movies that I would like to see. You know, that's one. First and foremost. Secondly, I believe that, um, you know, being authentic and, and, and doing something that I believe is should be told you know should be done is is the most important thing anyone can just go and go what is the most popular genre what is going to be the most commercial and try to do that but that doesn't make you an artist as an artist these are the stories i want to tell true stories have always been something that i gravitate to i love telling a true story um I've, i've known about this story you know i did a movie called um the ice man and it was basically the same crew Ray Liotta, may he rest in peace. He played my character that I play in Inside Man called uh, Roy DeMeo. And I just, you know, I love the character. I, I, I love the movie. And I wanted to explore that whole world from that side of his perspective. Getting these movies made is so hard. You know, it's like, you got to get rights. We, 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 what we do is we go with public domain, things that, you know, are out there, things that you can read about, anyone can see. And we try to... Get, put a twist on it and tell it in a, in, in a way where, you know, uh, it's unique and different. Now, you know, Inside Man was called Gemini Lounge. When we sold it to Vertical, they changed the name. Gemini Lounge was a bar in Brooklyn that um, this character, Roy DeMeo, was a Gambino soldier, um, ran his whole business. And they had a little apartment next to it. And there they basically killed over 150, 200 people, some people say, and they chopped the bodies up, and uh, it was called the Gemini Method. And I always thought, wow, wow what, a, what a crazy, psychotic person. It would be fun to play him. And uh, and um, that's how it all started. I, I created the, the script with, with the writer, Costa, and uh, and it was great. You know, the movie, I, I love, this is, this is my favorite. You know, it's my favorite movie for many reasons. It was also the hardest thing I've ever done for other reasons, just like political reasons. Um, but it, it, it's, it's gratifying. People love it, you know, and uh, it's just continuing to grow and, 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 uh, and, you know, getting stopped on the street, people telling me how much they love it is, is fun. Uh, but it also motivates me to go make another one. The other movie I did was called The Engineer. This is a story that's dear to my heart only because I wanted to shoot a movie in my homeland, Israel. Um, and I, I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it very authentic. What do I do there? And I found this story that I've heard about for 20 years about this terrorist by the name of Ichiyash. Ichiyash was an engineer. He was a brilliant guy um, who just used his brilliance to uh, you know, build these bombs and created an army of suicide bombers and dispersed them into into mainstream Israel, to Tel Aviv, into the heart of Israel, and uh, they they blew themselves up and killed hundreds of innocent people, and it became the biggest manhunt in the history of Israel. Um, and then the twist on how they caught him and what happened was really interesting to me. Um, I shot it in Israel, got my man Emil Hirsch to come out there, Robert Davi, Kyle Stefanski, and. Got a great cast from Israel, a bunch of amazing Arab actors and made it really authentic. And that's how two Lionsgate bought that. And uh, that's doing incredible. 
I mean, people love that genre. Favorites. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I I had chills watching it because also a lot of nobody's really made a movie based on that situation that's become that's been a situation since history of time, and you really made it very well. Thank you. So you much. you weren't biased. You showed both sides. You showed what really looking, you, down. you can't. You, I'm telling a true story. Now, it doesn't matter what side you're on. Right. You can appreciate a true story. Now, of course, people, you know, uh, the, the people, you know, think it's propaganda because, you know, at the end, you know, one side, uh, I don't know if they win. I mean, so many people die, but, you know, they end up killing, you know, the guy that is causing all of this. Now, why is he causing it? That's not the, the issue. The issue is there's a threat. We need to eliminate the threat and and so everyone can go back to their life but it didn't stop anything the, the suicide bombs continued it obviously slowed down everything um but it's one day at a time in, in, in that region it's one day at a time you just gotta it's a it's a fight a everyday fight you know to make it to make it work do you think that we have hope to live in peace with israelis and palestinians right. based on this story or what's your opinion in general I I, I sure hope so. You know, who wants to live in in, in a way where you're just not comfortable or, or, or scared to leave the house? Everybody wants to leave. Everybody wants to raise their family and enjoy life. And I sure hope so. People deserve to just be able to enjoy everything. Um, you know, it's it's so political. There's 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 so much going on. I just think that education is the key to educate people, give them a reason to live give them a reason to move on and, and do things. Uh, but when you concentrate on just the bad, then the, the, you can never see the good. I you love know, education and building, you know, infrastructure that, you know, people go out and go, wow, I want to go to the beach. I want to go to a nightclub. I want to go play basketball. I want to do things like that. I don't want to go fight. Right. But if you don't have those things, then all you have is fight. And you're right. It's about education. If we're educated, then we'll be able to come up with solutions to be more at peace with everyone. I do believe that. That's why I love your movies, though, because you're not you are married to it, but you can tell that it's authentic and it's you're telling a story that you're not you're right. You're not taking a side. You're just telling what the story is. And I think that's important, too. You're it, just gets, it just gets so political because people on either side, you know, like, yeah, this is propaganda, and yeah, right, and you know, this is just to make these people look bad, and these people look no. I'm telling a story. I'm here to entertain people and educate people, and and I always have a message in my movies. You know, I'm not trying to make anybody look good or bad. You know, do I glorify gangsters and inside man? No, I'm just telling the story how it happened, what happened, who these people were, and you know, it's funny because in Inside Man we have a cop infiltrating the the mob and i'm reading the comments you know on all these websites and people are going that never really happened and i keep asking myself how do you know what are you a cop are you in the fbi how do you know that it was how do you know that somebody was not infiltrating and one of them were like an informant for the, how the hell do you know you're right but but they only know what they think, think they grew up and they heard you know it's like it's very difficult for people to see outside the box and kind of like you know, so whatever. I look, I do me and I do what the best that I can. Hey, my coconators, we're going to take a break from the podcast to shout out our sponsor for this episode. I want to shout out my good friend, 
creative director and fashion celebrity designer and stylist, Tomer Amar, who just came out with the exclusive sweatsuit collection called the Bruno Collection by Tomer Amar. And I am loving it. All right. This is perfect for us, guys. I know you're all looking for sweaters and hoodies and sweatpants, especially we're coming into the fall, one of my favorite seasons. It's getting cold out. And the Bruno Collection by Tomar Amar is perfect for all of us because you can get your suits custom made, all right? Your sweaters, your hoodies, your sweatpants, they all are matching. It's organic fabric they use. It's casual at its luxury finest. So you're looking and feeling like a celebrity in your matching hoodie and sweatpants. You don't even have to match it. You know, they have um, different color sweatpants, different color sweatshirts, sweaters. So I'm loving it. You can go on my Instagram right now at Chanel Omari at the Bruno collection at style NYC and look at all the different colors. They have black, they have white, they have pink, they have aqua, some of my favorite colors. And especially for the winter, you're going to feel comfortable. The fabrics are uh, specifically knitted and custom made and you're feeling confident. And, you know, I'm always on the go. I'm always running from comedy show to podcast to an audition for acting. And for me, it's important to look put together and feel comfortable at the same time I look put together. You know, you don't always feel like wearing your heels or feel like wear dressing up. So the Bruno Collection by Tomer Amar gives you the opportunity to look put together, feel comfortable, feel confident, look good. By the way, it takes like 10 pounds off of you because you look slim. The quality of the fabrics are amazing and hand uh, hand picked and hand knitted. And I just feel like it's the best for your buck. Okay. Cause a lot of times you're going to these stores, you're spending a lot of money on these sweaters and sweatpants and you can't even get it together. This is comfortable with attention to detail. It has embroidery logos. It's soft. It's perfect. And you feel like a million bucks. So right now we are giving you 10% off Chanel in the city audience. If you go at the Bruno collection, you can DM Tomer Amar personally. He will custom make an order for you. You can either get it custom made or order whatever is on the site already and tell them Chanel in the city sent you. Okay. 10% off. You're getting your next sweatsuit. And you can look at my profile at Chanel Amari and look at all the posts because you're going to love it. It's amazing. You can wear them. You can dress them up with heels. You can dress it down with sneakers. You name it. You can just wear the sweatshirt with jeans. You can wear the whole outfit together, sweatshirt and sweatpants. You can just wear sweatpants with a crop top. I mean, you can use it every day, literally. And you'll have it forever because it's a staple piece. It's not like those other sweatpants that like get wrinkly or you know, with a bad wash, you can't use them again. These will last forever. These are luxurious. Many celebrities have been wearing it. So uh, just so you know, the background on Tomer Amar, he's been a creative director and creative designer for major sets like Sex in the City and actors and actresses on Sex in the City, Gossip Girl, Shark Tank. He's worked with Blake Lively, Liam Meester. He's worked with... um. Sarah Jessica Parker, Kim Cattrall, you name it. So you have the best creative director and designer behind this sweatsuit. You can even go on a date with it. You could go out for girls night on it. You could go to work with it and still feel good and put together. All you got to do is put a little lipstick, a little lip gloss, and you're out the door. So guys, 
Help me support my good friend, Tomer Amar, at the Bruno Collection. Go right now on Instagram, all social media uh, platforms, at TikTok, at the Bruno Collection, at Style NYC, by Tomer Amar, and you guys get 10% off by using the promo code Chanel in the city. And get your comfortable wear right now before it's all sold out and feel and look like a celebrity on a budget. And you can thank me later. Hey, Coconators, I'd like to take a break from the podcast to shout out my good friend, Danny A, a.k.a. Danny Abakasar, director, producer, and actor who's super hot right now, having two movies out, The Inside Man and The Engineer, two of my favorite movies on Amazon Prime, on all streaming platforms. You can catch it. Uh, you guys always come to Chanel in the City to ask me what are the best movies out there or shows to check out. And one of my favorite filmmakers and actors is Danny Abakasar and human beings in the world. Uh, very inspiring man. He always, you know, creates stories that have true events or based on true events. And right now, Inside Man is based on real-life events that took place in New York City in the 1980s. Danny Bakasar plays the character of Roy DeMeo, the real-life mobster whose gang popularized the Gemini method uh, when they killed and disposed of the body of a person in the most efficient matter. Uh, it's a great thriller it's a great dramatic movie uh DeMeo's gang had killed almost 200 people in an apartment using the Gemini method and the law enforcement authorities were never able to get any sort of evidence which is insane so uh basically it's an amazing movie great acting uh Lucy Hale's in it Ashley Green's in it Robert Dobby's in it uh Neil Hirsch is starring in it it's amazing and the second movie Danny A uh produced in also acted in is the Engineer, uh, close to my heart. It's about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict in the 1990s when the suicide bombing took place and the Israeli soldiers were on the hunt for the biggest suicide bomber engineer who was making the suicide bombs for the suicide bombers um, at the time. So interesting, amazing, great acting. Emil Hirsch stars in that too. So inspiring, by the way. As an actor myself, as an actress myself, I was very inspired by Emil Hirsch and Danny A's acting. Their chemistry, their dynamic together is impeccable, incredible. They're very authentic actors is what I love when they're telling the story. Um, they're the same people on and off stage. They always say invest in people that are the same on and off stage. And it's just so entertaining, so compelling. I do believe they're going to win an Oscar and an Emmy for this in the future. I'm wishing them super luck and mazel tov and congratulations. These are amazing movies that you guys can check out right now. Amazon Prime. You can follow at Danny A, at Danny A 27 on Instagram for more information on the movies um, and his past movies. He's done amazing films that over time you're just I'm just so proud and happy to call him my friend. And I'm inspired by him and we should all be inspired and take a page from his book when it comes to filmmaking, when it comes to acting, when it comes to being um, a, just an amazing human being all around. So check out Inside Man. Starring Emil Hirsch, Danny Bakasar, and more. Also, The Engineer, starring Danny Bakasar and Emil Hirsch. iHeartRadio approved, Chanel in the City approved. We're giving it five stars out of five. I mean, I was blown away. I cried. I laughed. I had a great time watching the movies. And Danny A's movies are incredible because he uses the same characters. Okay? He uses the same characters and actors in every film. And they're amazing because you see them performing different types of roles. And he really knows how to use their talent and, and make sure that the audience relates to it and is impacted by it. Most importantly, by the message. There's always a message behind Danny A's movies. So check out Inside Man and The Engineer. 
and you can thank me later. Now back to the podcast. I love the chemistry between, so you have Emil Hirsch starring in both movies. Obviously, yes. was that purpose? How did you pick? Why did you pick him? By the way, phenomenal acting between the both of you together and you two individually. I don't think I've seen, and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass, in this entertainment industry, I don't think I've seen that kind of acting in a very long time, which wow. is why I love you as an artist, because I know you often on camera, you're very authentic when you're portraying characters and that's something to buy into. I just wanted to let you know, it was very inspiring for, for me, for my friends, we were watching it. They're like, dude, you know, these people, I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm lucky that like the acting is phenomenal. Like, did you pick him purposely because you knew you had step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer. He can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you know that's uh, first of all i'm a big fan of emil hirsch he's incredible but you will see now that you're getting into the movie business and this is something that's inspiring to you. It is a business, you know, so when they give you a list, you know, financiers and producers and they give you a list and they go, look, these people have a lot of value and with them, we can probably get the movie done and raise the money and they give you a list. Then you kind of have to stick to the list and pick someone. And Emil was always on that list and I've always tried to work with him. And when this came about, I sent him the script. He liked it. And and uh, we got to make it. But, you know, a lot of it has to do with... I can't just pick any actor I want sometimes because at the end of the day, you got to make money and, and pay back your investors and you got to make money and, and give it a shot to succeed. A lot of people watch movies because they go, who's in it? Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's also funny because people also look at reviews. They go... Oh, did you hear that movie, The Engineer? Let's look at the reviews. And then they go, oh, it's got 50% on Rotten Tomato. What they don't know is that because of the political aspects, a lot of people went and started giving bad reviews because they felt like that's how they can stop the whole propaganda thing that they think. You know, it's like there's so much behind it. I don't believe in that. I believe the best actor should get it. But it is Hollywood. And uh, I mean, Emil is one of the best actors out there and I'm so fortunate to get him. But it's not like I said, I want only Emil because it's really a lot of times not just up to me. Right. It's up to like, how can I get this movie made and what are the investors going to, you know, uh, respond to. Um, but again, Emil is, is, is one of the best and I, I want to continue to make movies with him. Uh, it happened on both movies. Uh, to get him there really like opened up the door to get the distribution deals we wanted. You know, Lucy Hale. Oh, she's I didn't incredible, by the way. What a big actress she is. What a big name. She's got 26 million followers on Instagram and she's huge. Uh, Ashley Green is always great. You know, she was in Twilight. You know, but I, but, but I also love the character actors in there. Vinny Laresca. Oh, he's one of my best friends and an incredible actor. Uh, who plays uh, Jimmy, Bobby's partner. And you have Bo Deedle and you have Sid Rosenberg and you have Kyle Stefanski who produced the movie with me. 
and you have George that I love putting him in everything that I do. And there's so many, like Jay Cannavale, I found Bobby Cannavale's kid. I, I mean, found, I saw him on Broadway and I wanted to do a movie with him. You know, there's so many of these guys, you know, Greg Finley, who I've done three movies with and Jeremy Luke, who I, you know, so many guys. And and those guys make that movie authentic and they make it real. And, uh, and you know, it goes back to the question people always ask me, why do you, you know, keep working with the same actors? I ask, yeah. I but always, I love I it. It's like Adam Sandler, though, but for, yeah, like you always bring up everybody together all the, I love that, though. I love it. Well, here's the thing. If I'm making a small movie and I know I only have, let's say, 20 days to shoot it, I need everyone to be on the same page. I cannot even have one distraction on set. Mm-hmm. And if I think I have an actor who I'm friends with who's going to do this for me and give it all he's got, why am I going to go get somebody? I don't know. It, it's the same job. It's not like, it, you know, on the top, top level, uh, it's different because that's the person you kind of like hanging your hat on. This is the guy who's going to sell the movie and Emil Hirsch, you know, Lucy Hale. Those are the names that you got to have. But in a smaller role, somebody that it's not the sale is not because of them. Why not give my friends who are amazing actors an opportunity to do something with me? I know they're going to get my back and I know they're going to work their ass off for me. So, Right. And that so I love that mentality. I think that's great that you share that because a lot of people should have that in mind when they're producing movies in that situation. So you really broke it down like this is not personal. I book a movie based on names to sell the movie because what people forget, even in comedy, they ask me. It's not a playground. It's showbiz at the end of the day. This is business. You know, you got to make money. You got like you said, you got to pay people. So I think breaking it down. Yes, I use my friends in certain situations to give them opportunity, but I also utilize celebrities that can sell the movie. I think that's a that's a fair. Well, that's honest. Honest. Yeah. Do you feel that, you know, in terms of the engineer was it tough for you while making the movie? And if so, how did you cope? Like, how did you say, I don't care. No one's going to get in my way. This movie will be made. But despite well, politics. Well, you know, because of Fauda and the success mm-hmm. of Fauda, I felt like the world is, you know, my first movie, Holy Rollers, went to Sundance. It was incredible. It's Jewish you know, family, Hasidic Jews. It didn't sell all over the world. Some countries didn't buy it because they're not into that whole, I don't know, call it Judaism or, their, you know, whatever it is. Um, so it's kind of like scary it's because, you know, you're like, why don't you want your movie to play all over the world and be bought by everyone? Certain countries didn't buy it. And that's what really, like, deterred me going, you know, do I put myself in that position again where, you know, but once Fowler hit and I saw that people are open to that world again and 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 open to watching something that is nothing to do with politics, just an entertaining movie, then I decided to make it. Now, obviously, once people heard that I'm making the movie, they thought it was going to be a very political and I'm going into like, but it's not. It's it's there to tell the story, entertain people. And, you know, so. I love it. And your wife, I mean, makes a cameo in the beginning, which is one of my favorite parts. She's a great Everyone actress. Everyone tells me, why did you blow her up? Her She's a great movie. actress, though. I was Thank impressed. You. I was like, Thank my, you. you go, girl. I was, She's <laughs> the next Giselle. Not even. She's going to be bigger. I, <laughs> I just see her being like, she's, she's so beautiful. Best. She's so kind. But how was it? So a lot of people, there's a lot of politics. I went through this where when you're dating a guy or you're married to a guy as a woman, 
should the man help you? Should the man, if he has power or he has potential opportunity, should, if they want to act or model. And of course you, you, I'm sure don't, I want to know your opinion, but it seems like you never get into those politics. You know, I had to convince her to do it. You did. Oh, okay. So here we go. It's not like she's like, I want to act for me in a movie. She never wanted to act. I said, this would be fun. You, we get to work together. You get an opportunity to be in a movie. She's like, I don't know. I've never done it. You think I'll be okay? I was like, I got you. I'm the director. You right. just listen to me. It's going to be professional. And when we're on set, you just listen to me as a director and I'm going to guide you and you're going to do great. I know you're going to do great because I know you. I can tell if someone's going to be a good actor just by their personality. Like you, great Thank actor. Thank you. I don't even have to audition you. All right? You right. have it. You're comfortable. You understand who you are. You, you've been in a million different situations. You can tap into the personal situation. Some people, whatever they do, they just can't act. And you know. So if I thought my wife was not going to be able to do it and I wouldn't have done it, I said to her, let's do it. And she's like, you know what? Okay, 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 okay. And we did it. And she enjoyed it and it was fun. And, and she's phenomenal in it. It's not like she's knocking on the door going, put me in another one. It's not that. And she's not even like even trying to act. She's not auditioning or anything. For her, it was a great experience. She got to see what I do. She got to spend time with me on set, and she really watched it. Um, and it was I I enjoyed working with her. Do you feel I love her? She was honestly I didn't want her to be blown up because I wanted more from her. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 no, this can't be it. But she was great. Um, do you feel though, in general, for us, what is your advice in terms of dating someone that you feel doesn't believe in you? Now, do we take that too hard or do we separate that? Do we separate our careers and we our love lives? Because it seems like you were able to do it. Like you're able to do it separately, right? You I believe them. I believe in everyone. And I believe anyone can achieve greatness. You just have to find what you're passionate about and what you're good at and and go with it. You know, everyone deserves a chance. That whole that whole system of like only the top percent get to work that, you know, to me. But again, I understand it. I understand the way the world works. I understand that not everyone can do everything, you know, and you just have to believe in yourself. Now, I'm also a very realistic guy. If a friend of mine who's five foot 11 and has a 20 inch vertical leap tells me I want to be in the NBA and I play basketball with him and he's not that good, I think it's my job as his friend to go, look, you're a great guy and you're a pretty good basketball player, but, you know, in the NBA, you have to be the top 400 in the entire world. And I don't think, you know, people need to be realistic. But if you believe in yourself, if you told me, Danny, I'm the next Mel Streep. And I said, Chanel, I believe you. And we go on set and you show me that you got the chops and you really bring it. That is the most gratifying thing in the world. Believe in someone and then see them actually put into, you know, fruition. It's 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 a beautiful thing. It it, it it and 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 again, everyone deserves a shot and everyone deserves a chance. I also think people need to be a little realistic and if they are and they really passionate about it, they give it a shot. If it doesn't work, you do something else. You right. Know? That's that's all we write. And I love so that. With your belief. with your spouse, with your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you know, if they tell you they want to do something and you're in a position where you could help them, you do it. And even if you can't do it because you're not in that position, just encouraging words. Keep their dream alive. Uh, yeah. That's what that's what a relationship is. You know, that's you know, you got to believe in 
in someone, you gotta give everyone, you know, uh, 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 the 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 motivation to continue. And a sweet word, it, it can go a long way. You know, I believe in you, honey. Go get him. Show them who you are. That that goes a long way. I love that you're saying I, that. I, unless unless you're an uh, unconfident, you know, uh, you know, asshole who was just trying to keep your girl on the side so no one would ever see her, then you know you're 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 a loser. This is the truth. Danny A is speaking the truth. That's what I'm talking about. You hear Danny that? Danny A brings the truth, baby. <laughs> Danny A. Why do I sound like Joe Pesci meets Barbara Streisand on steroids? It's really fucked up. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but listen, this is hopefully we'll make a movie together. But that's the thing. It's like being passionate. Like, do you feel like you also hire actors that are easily directable? Do you think in general? Oh, my God. That is the okay. most. Listen. 90% of the movie is the casting. It's got to be, it's got to be, you know, you can't ask somebody to do something for the first time if you didn't see him do it and expect them to do it the way you want it. You have to audition him. Now, certain actors like Vinny Laresca, I've seen him in 50 movies. He's also one of my closest friends. I know Vinny, I don't have to say a word, is going to bring it. I know it, you know, and that's, it's an easy, you know, Emil Hirsch, people like, I just know it. But there's certain actors that tell me, Dan, can you please put me in a movie? Can you please put me in a movie? And then I go, okay, audition. And I'm like, I just, it's not the way I see it. It's just not. And I, I'm not going to put him in the movie because it's not fair to the other actors. It's not fair to the investors. not fair to me. It's not fair to anyone. Everyone needs to earn that or unless I know for a fact that you can do it. It's very, very difficult to put somebody in a movie and then just go into the editing room and go, oh my God, how, what do I do here? It's like just not worth it but that's and that's fair i feel like you can beg and you can you can have passion but right you need to be realistic and say i i'll do this with you if you can do a b and c and then we can get we can move on from absolutely that. absolutely what are some projects you're working on next so how you know that? right right before the strike i got to make this little movie and it's an incredible story it's a holocaust movie oh wow I met this I met this beautiful man who was 88 years old on an airplane. His name is Emil Fish. He's a Holocaust survivor. And he told me his life story and asked me what I do. And I told him I'm a filmmaker. And we got to talk. He watched some of my movies and loved them and said, I want you to make a movie about my life. I was like, whoa, okay. Uh, I got to read the script. He sent me the script. You know, it was okay. I said, look, I really understand what you're trying to do. Let me think about it. And then I realized what he's doing. He devoted his whole life, the later years of his life, to restore this little town in Slovakia to be exactly the way it was before the Germans came in and restored the synagogues, built a, a memorial for every name that died in the Holocaust from that town and give families the opportunity to go and visit where their ancestors are from. And when I realized this guy's message and what he's trying to do, I was like, I got to make this movie. So I worked on the script and I shot it. It's a beautiful story. It's, 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 it's a story about a, a doctor uh, um, that came up with a plan how to save all these girls uh, by giving them a, a fake typhus shot. They realize just like, you know, when you get your vaccine for COVID, when you get the shot, it gives you the symptoms of COVID. Mm -hmm. They realized this with typhus. So what they did was they shot 
a typist typist into these girls and gave them the symptoms so they knew that they wouldn't put them on the train to Auschwitz because they didn't want to get infected, they didn't want to deal with it. So when they started asking where these girls are, they were like, they're sick, and they started a pandemic. So they had to quarantine them, and they just didn't take them. And that way, it's a true story. They saved 300 girls. Wow. Girls. Yeah. See, that's um, education. I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah, not a lot of people know the story. It's a true story. And we made the movie, and I'm in the process of editing it, and that's why I am like crunch for time because I got to run to the editing. You got to run. Uh, we're going to let you go soon. Real quick. You're a director, a producer, and an actor. Not many yeah. people can do that all at once. Tell us maybe one, what's, what's the difference for you if there's any, and how do you make that happen? So I'm crazy. <laughs> and I look, I fell in love with acting when I was a kid. I wanted to be an actor and you know, as I got older, I, I went into a different business. I was in the club business and all that stuff. And then when I decided that I want to get back into acting, I realized that at that point in, you know, in my age, you know, just going on auditions and trying to find an acting role is, is, is difficult. I learned every aspect of filmmaking. Producing came easy to me because that's what I did as a, you know, a club business. You know, you produce, but you produce a night, you know. Uh, putting everything together, raising the money to open a nightclub, you know, hiring the the, the crew—that's a part of that's a part of producing. So you feel like that uh, helped? Nightlife did help with yeah. I mean, okay. just being a businessman right. helped. Directing, I taught myself by just watching the greats. I'm the biggest Martin Scorsese fan. Uh, being on set with other directors, just watching them, understanding it, doing the homework. And storytelling is something that I've always been good at. And just the way I tell a story, I guess, from what my friends say. Um, and so the combination is really about just continue to make movies. You know, sometimes I would just want to direct a movie and, and, just, and, and just do that. Sometimes I would just like to act. But the goal is to just get to a point where uh, it, something hits to a, a commercial level. I still don't feel like I am at a position where the phone just doesn't stop. I mean, I knock on wood since knock inside on. man and the engineer, mm -hmm. the phone was ringing more and people are offering me movies to direct, to act, but it's not something that I want to make. I want to get to a position. It doesn't matter as a director, as an actor, as a producer, where it's like, we want you and we're willing to put up the money and we want you to do these big, amazing things in any aspect of it. What I enjoy the most, I love acting. I love direct. Directing is like, because I get to tell the story the way I envision it. Um, but I just love making movies. I love being on set. I, 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 you know, when I'm on set, I want to kill everybody. And I'm like, <laughs> how the hell did I get myself into this? But when I'm not there, I'm just like, I want to do it again. It's just, it's that gratifying to create something, to, to, to build this community of these artists that just are all there for the same reason. And uh, watching people enjoy the movie, the whole process is amazing. Editing it, you know, getting the composer to do the music. And it's just something that I love. So I, I do it from the heart. And then if money comes with it, then great. Any any actor you would like to work with that you haven't worked with yet that you want oh to put out? God. I was in the movie with Al Pacino, but I don't have any scenes with him. The Irishman. Yes. I would love to work with him. Al Pacino. Oh, my God. I would love to work with so many actors. Meryl Streep, Al Pacino, Daniel Day-Lewis, Sean Penn, 
uh, there's so many people that I would love to work with, you know, but uh, let's see. You yeah, know? it's mean, coming I'm, in the universe. I believe you're going to win an Oscar and an Emmy, and I'm putting okay. that out there. I, I do believe so. it. And well, I'm going to stand right with not... you, clapping you on when you get on that yes. stage. I'm going to be the, like, he's representing goal... for Israeli. The goal is not to win an Oscar. and The goal is just to continue to make movies. That's really the goal. So if, if, if I get win an Oscar, God, God bless, you know, but it's not like what I'm striving for. Absolutely I love that not. answer, though. You're not right. There's no that you're more you care more about the message and the story and making more impactful messages than yes. which is amazing than the image of this whole business. Right. Like, yeah. hey, I got an award. Yeah. Like, look at me. I'm cool. Right. <laughs> you're like, I'm already cool, bitch. I don't yeah. need to be cool. I don't need I don't need I can get a reservation at Nobu. I don't need to win an Oscar. Honestly, yeah. that's more important these days. You got to be able to like. No, once you're, once you're able to kind of do the little things that you want to do, what is the Oscar going to do? Like, hey, see that guy? You want to, doesn't. <laughs> you want course, an Oscar. Being, being recognized by your peers is great, you know, and people enjoy it. Uh, but it's, you know, so, to be honest, sometimes the Oscars, they don't go to the best movie. Or to, you know, it's like. It's politics. I don't know what it is, but it is what it is. Anyway, long uh, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you um, mental health. So advice for how you cope with everything. Is there something, a tip you can share with us? Like, you know, because when you do movies, everybody wants to be an actor. They want to do this, but then they get held back from their own insecurity or own anxiety. Is there something that you can share with us that you do that you don't let it get in your way? So you have to, the fir first and foremost, is you need to kind of like understand what triggers your mental stage. Let's say anxiety. There's certain things that trigger my anxiety. When I'm hungover, my anxiety is at 100. When I'm tired, my anxiety is at 100. But let, forget about what that, you know, why you have anxiety. Anxiety itself, it's all in your head. And it's really about, you know, understanding that, what is happening and once you understand what's happening and you understand that you can surpass it if you really focus and do it and once you do it once then you you've basically beat it uh the anxiety comes from the unknown and the unknown is what is really like rolling through your head like what if i don't do it well what if they could laugh at me what if i you know and 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 surpassing that is not easy i'm not going to sit here and tell you i don't have anxiety and i do but my anxiety is is something that I try to like understand comes from things that I'm not familiar with or aware of. So my first time on set with De Niro and Scorsese, an Irishman, my anxiety was at a hundred. Uh, but but you know I, I took a step back and I thought about like this is what you want and I, all you can do is just give it your all and let's see what happens. Okay, so by the way, I just had anxiety, but then I took your advice and then I was like, wait, that's all in my head. He'll be, <laughs> I know you have to leave. Okay, so real quick, um, where can everybody follow you, Danny? Thank you, by the way, so much for this amazing interview. I know you're a busy man. Where can everybody follow you in the movies right now? So you follow me on Instagram. I'm at Danny A27, DA27. You can find the movies on Amazon, on iTunes, on um, the soon they're going to be on streamings, but for now it's on VOD.
amazing. And also, guys, I want you guys to check out the movies, The Inside Man, okay, The Engineer, all on streaming platforms right now. You can check it out on Amazon Prime as well. I just watched it there. It's topping the charts. Thank you again, Danier. We love you so much. I can't wait to do a new movie, a one movie in the future with you. Stay tuned, guys. Hey, guys, this is Danier, and you're listening to me on High Heart Radio and Chanel Amari in the city, baby.